Karina! You have ventured once again to the fall of Solium to listen to the 15th episode of Slappers Only. Know only this, dear reader. Nothing awaits you here but Max and Jordan, delivering unto you six pious slappers from the darkest depths of the downside. How was that? Was that, that was close good. enough? That was very good. No, I like that get Lo- Logan Cunningham is not on Cameo, and we don't have the money to buy, yeah. buy him, even if, if even if he was. So it was that was the best I could do. Mm-hmm. Um, hi, everybody. We're doing Hello. Kyle this week. We're doing one of the best games I've played in a long time. Yeah, it's, so you've beaten Pyre now since last episode. I have beaten Pyre. How how was it? Did you like it? Oh my god, you know I loved it, Jordan. <laughs> it is, this it, is imagine really... imagine playing Pyre and not thinking it's Super Giant's best game. Oh my god, right? Like um so so first of all, I feel I am not vindicated cuz it's not like anyone ever was like Pyre sucks. I just feel I I just want everyone my goal for this episode okay max because mm-hmm. we're gonna because uh the the thing to peek behind the curtain slappers only yeah. is a podcast where the number of listens is very closely linked to how much people like the game right so i'm going into this episode expecting low numbers and i'm okay with that i'm very proud of our low numbers on final fantasy 15 it's a it's a badge <laughs> of honor to me D- despite I, the I, negative I, press I find, I find it perfect and i think it's right for that game uh, right. My goal in this episode is to make as many listeners as possible at least be interested in this wonderful video game that I love. Uh-huh. They may be listeners, Jordan, but hopefully after this they'll become readers. Oh, I want them to become readers. I want them to like the video game that I like. Please well, well, please I... justify our hobby. <laughs> please justify me. You need to play Pyre. Look, I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen a person play Pyre and not like it is the yes. thing. It's it is a it is it is a it is. Well, well, I... hold, hold on, Jordan. Hold on, Jordan. Mm-hmm. There's one mm-hmm. person we know of who didn't like Pyre. Oh, we're gonna <laughs> no. Don't talk about that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, <laughs> I saw a bad review for uh, a good good friend. Gigalithic sent us a or no, it was Dan. <gasps> it was Dan. It was Dan. It was Mike underscore Dawson on Twitter. By the way, I forgot to put a Twitter post up for this episode. Sorry. Yeah, but do you think we would have gotten a single response? Oh, absolutely not. What's your favorite (laughs) track of this video game that no one likes or (laughs) talks about? Um, Yeah, we saw a bad review for Pyre and it made us both very angry. Um, Mm -hmm. So, hmm. I'm trying to figure Hmm. out where we start with Pyre. Okay, Supergiant Games. They made Bastion, they made Transistor, they made Pyre, they made Hades Nuts. Everyone loves Hades. And I think we said it before, Hades has the best gameplay pyre has the best everything else and the gameplay is really good and the gameplay is really other good and it's really that's the fun. other thing I, I i've been talking about this a lot of like i don't want to say that pyre is not is not fun to play it is ex- it's extremely no, fun to play it's, it's very fun the gameplay just comes sort of incrementally but the yeah. gameplay is short and sweet and to the point and very fun and enjoyable the game itself it, is also pretty short it's like seven hours ish yeah, it's it's not a it's not a long game. It's it's a it's to describe Pyre, it is a visual novel intercut with scenes of fantasy three on three basketball. Yes. And it rules. To, to call it basketball is it's the easiest way to describe it because it involves throwing a ball through a goal. Yeah, you can I throw say it handball. It. Handball, it's got a little bit of like, I don't know, football or rugby because there's like tackling and taking the ball i guess there's like there's not dodgeball because the ball you can catch the ball out of the air can't you yeah um it's also it's really got, hard to explain 
it's got RPG elements to it because you got to level up your guys and there's yeah, items and skills. stuff that you can equip with skills yeah, and skill trees. There's, uh, what, seven characters to choose from, I believe. Nine. Nine? Oh, yeah. Nine, nine, of, nine, nine of them, yeah. Um, they're all, they all play differently um, on the basketball. And uh, let me... Okay, the the first thing I want to say about Pyre, because because this is right now what we're doing is we're we're pitching Pyre to people. Yes. The first thing I want to say about Pyre is that I fucking love the lore. I think it's really oh my God. good fantasy. It's a really interesting world. Um, the different fantasy races that they have created are are very unique. There's like there's not like elves and dwarves and it's like dog people and yeah and there's a race of little guys little worm guys who are all knights yeah. and they'll and like big big old demons the demons who their horns just never stop growing so an old demon has just like horns that are just so comically big and there's these like swamp slug people that are pretty cool and there's tree guys i like the tree there's guys there's tree guys there's there's harpies they're great they're there's um, regular humans too, but you know, oh, and there's also little bird, little birds. There's little also little bird birds, and they're really fucking good. Um, the world of Pyre. The premise of Pyre is that it is set in a fantasy world called the Commonwealth. That's kind of dystopic, but you never really see it. You never. Um, you only see it in passing. You only see it in passing, and uh, when you commit a crime in the Commonwealth, they exile you by throwing you into a really deep hole. Mm-hmm. And it takes you to a place called the downside, um, and the downside is not where you want to be. But no, not a great place. If you want to get out of the downside, you need to participate in a liberation rite, which you is need to the become fantasy. a jock. You got to become good at sports, and so if you're a nerd and you don't like sports and you like playing video games, well, if you like reading, there's a place for you because that'll help you participate. But a lot of that, you just a lot of reading, um, and a lot of lore. But if you play the basketball good enough and you win the game on your team of three there's Mm -hmm. three people per team in this fantasy game one of them gets to go home yeah forever it's forever you lose them but it has to be one of your three best people so it's always like it's like i liken it to if in a pokemon game you had to release one of your best pokemon after every gym battle yeah it's like that nuzlocke rule where you release a pokemon in gym and uh, uh, and like yeah, you have to. It, they have to be good, and I think that really balances itself in a in a fun way. In that you have to have them for a while, so you get to know the characters through the visual novel stuff mm-hmm. and talk to them, and you get to usually learn why they're in the downside, like what yeah. they did. And oh, then do you get to you know the a, characters? You have a big payoff where you get to send them home, and it's almost it's like perma death, but good. It's like positive yeah. feel life. It's permalife, and it feels very bad when you have to say goodbye to them, but it's good because you're setting them free. It, it God, hurts so, so good. It's so fucking good. And I was just thinking today, because uh-huh. the other thing that I love about Pyre, besides everything about it, is uh, the other teams, The other they call them triumvirates, Yes, um, are very good, and all of them are interesting and fun, and we'll be talking about them for sure. Oh, yeah. um, and I was just thinking, I, I'm, Pyre is a game that I liked so much that I never want to play it again, because I'm just, uh-huh. like, so satisfied with with my experience with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just thinking about, like, hey, you can lose some of those liberation rights on purpose to send some of those people home if you think they deserve it more. M- maybe, maybe that's part of the story. Who could possibly say? Yeah, perhaps, maybe. I mean, I never thought to do it when I was playing, but you could have done it if you wanted to. Damn, it's a good game. 
me personally, I've just simply decided never to lose a single match. That's the thing. I just think that there's some people who should probably get sent home. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Sent up yeah, the big yeah. waterfall. Uh, other things to like about Pyre, it's... Um, Art style is beautiful. Art style is very fucking pretty. So colorful. I, the The world is like... Uh, you go on the world map, right? And like the first sort of like run through the game, you like make your way to the upside down waterfall. And then at that point, you can fly around the map and you get to kind of see everything. And it's like, it almost is like this weird, like sort of like pop-up book aesthetic. There's like a lot of depth. Yeah, the that's really, I, really cool. The looking. pop-up book thing about it is really cool. I mean, the whole book is kind of, the whole game is book themed kind of because of the reader stuff. I would pay so much money for that book, Jordan. I know they. I saw that there. If you don't know what we're talking about, the uh, there's a magic book that has all the lore in it, and also uh, some other stuff in it that is interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did. We did see someone made them a super giant, like a recreation replica of the book, but it is not for sale. It is a very cool looking book. Oh, also in the Commonwealth, reading is illegal, and that's why you're in yes. jail. Is because you read a book, and that's a crime. Um, it, it, it's like it's like the the reverse bimbification reading the book meme, but you go to jail at the end. <laughs> reverse bimbification book with the pyre protagonist who you don't see. Um, <laughs> Reader other, thing, other things about pyre that are really cool. Um, they the whole game is voice acted in a uh, constructed imaginary language that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, except for some characters who speak English, like the when they sing. Or there's uh, Logan Cunningham. He's in all of the, all Logan of the Logan Cunningham. Giants. He narrates the the matches. He's like the match announcer, and he and he's has the so most mad one. at you all the time. He is so fucking salty uh, because he doesn't like that you win. Because he doesn't like that you're good at Pyre, and he talks in a fucking Scooby Doo villain voice where he goes, <laughs> Ah, Rita, so I'll get your ass, Rita. I hate you. Rita, um, it appears you faked the funk on that nasty dunk. Am I giving you botherations, Rita? It's so fucking good. <laughs> God, it's my favorite. It's my favorite Logan Cunningham super giant game voice for sure. It, it's um, very much like not what you'd expect. Or like, yeah, you expect him to be like the deep voice, like smooth narrator, not like this insane like pope in heaven who's screaming at you all the time. Oh, and uh, and did I mention the game has fucking great music? I, wonder, I think well, I forgot. Why, why could we be talking about that today? Jordan? Why would we? Yeah, we don't usually talk about music, but I wanted to talk about music today, Max. As a treat. So, Pyre has some. So, Pyre is composed by Darren Korb, who does all the Super Giants games music. He's also the apparently the Super Giant Hades speedrun champion, which is really funny. He voiced um, Rookie in this game. He did voice Rookie, and he also. D- and he also voices Tariq the Bard, who sings. For yes, because there's Doesn't Ashley, super- a- Ashley Barrett does Celeste, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who else would have. I don't even know why I asked. Yeah, uh, very good question. Uh, yeah, there's a there's also in your party, there's like nine people plus the main protagonist. And then also yeah. uh, there's a guy who's just the the super giant games always have a character that Darren Cord plays so that he can sing a song at you. And yeah. this is the one in this game. And boy, does um, he sing a song at you. God, he sings a lot of songs at you, doesn't he? And doesn't he's, he? his name is Tariq the Lone Minstrel, and he's very fucking cool. Um I want to get started talking about Please the Please get soundtrack. started, Jordan. Um, so as I said before, there's a bunch of different teams. I think, are there nine teams? That feels there right. There are, well, technically seven, ten. There, yeah. There's, but nine, there's, yeah. yeah. On paper, there are nine teams. 
because there's because because in in Pyre World there's the scribes and there's one scribe mm. for each of the fantasy races. Oh well, no, and okay. They, t- technically, there are eleven then if you split the Nightwings. Yeah, there's there's the scribes are like the magical. They're like the people they worship when they play the fantasy basketball. And I think there's one team per scribe, but I could be wrong. No, yeah, there um, is because each. I mean, I, each one mentions the scribe. Yeah, God, the lore of this game is so interesting. Also, when you play the fantasy basketball, you have to play it in a dream. That's how. That's what the reader is for, is to, like, have the magic basketball dream. And also, uh, you mm-hmm. find the matches by following the stars in the sky that guide it's you so to your cool. next. God, the game is... Please play Pyre! It's please. so... Please! Ah, it's so good! Please play Pyre! It's so fucking good. Okay. So each of the each of the teams, the triumvirates, have their own music and there's uh-huh. a lot of really interesting genre shifting yes. that goes on in the soundtrack depending on who team and who who is uh, playing. So I want to talk yeah. about one of my favorite tracks uh uh-huh. which is the team of funny little guys. I'm talking about <laughs> the Pyre Hearts and their theme Knights of the Sea. It's so, uh, it's it's uh, what's Ailstorm? Yeah, it's like it's got like big Dropkick Murphy vibes to me, or like mm-hmm. sort of rowdy Irish pub music or something. Um, it's it's got hold on, I need to I need to get a little dip. Yeah, you gotta get in the background. I, yeah, I gotta get in the background. Something I noticed is that like so many of these tracks have this like really really sick bass drum in it. Yes. This one is I like this one a lot because it's 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 got this like kind of folksy vibe to it, right? Um, mm-hmm. But it also has a lot of rock elements to it. It's got kind of a rock beat under it, a lot of bassy drums. It's also got uh-huh. some synthy bleep bloops over it that is really fun. There's a lot of bleep bloops. Like there's in this a lot soundtrack. Of, yeah, there's a there's just a just some of those good good bleep bloops. So the thing about the Pyre Hearts that I like a lot is that they they're uh, their fantasy race is the Worms. Y W Y R M. Yes. right um and they are short kings through and through they're so they're tiny little sea slug guys but they'll fuck you up they're the minions of the game they're constantly at war with people and they are very (laughs) chivalrous they dress up like little knights and they're very rude and i think they don't talk in the first tense i think they say this night uh, yeah 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 they're they're always in third ten and third yeah they always talk in third person this night blah 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 um and i just like this song because it has this sort of seafaring piracy piracy kind of vibe to it but it's also piracy piracy vibe but it's also like hey we're gonna fuck you up in this fight like it's very (laughs) rowdy just like the worm knights they're very rowdy uh friends god they're so funny to to, to, to mention like about the fight so each race sort of plays the 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 sports get ball game a little bit differently like yes you know the, the humans are what you'd expect right they run and they jump and like the worms are really really fast but their main thing is that like they can do this dash backwards, and like yeah. they like leave. So so you okay to, to get someone out of the game for a couple seconds? If you hit them with your aura, which is like a force field around you, everyone has and an the AOE. Worms, yeah, like a yes. The, the worms don't have an aura around them, but they trail it behind them. So if you press like trail. circle, I think 
you'll whip backwards, and if they're like near that line, they'll get like sent. They'll, they'll get sent to the shadow realm for a couple so seconds. So you want to try to really like cool draw lines to intercept people as you're playing. Mm. It's really cool. They're I also really like fast, um, too. later in the song. There is some real Uematsu synth going on. I know With exactly like, what you're talking about. It, almost, it sounds like a Final Fantasy VII like boss theme. It really does. It might be honestly be intentional. It's so good. Oh god, I love I love this song. It's it's just so it's just so fun. It just it really makes me smile. It's definitely like if I'm listening to a track just. Uh, from this, which I I am known to do from time to time. I'll put this one uh -huh. on just because I think it's very fun and energetic. Yeah, good shit, Jordan. That was just, but that's just my appetizer. We that's got just your more, appetizer. We got some more well, heavy Jordan, to come. Well, Jordan, if you're going to start out by talking about a theme of a triumvirate, then I might as well also start out by talking about a theme of a triumvirate. Ooh, hit me with it. Now, you said you liked fun and energetic. Mm-hmm. So, so at, up until the point when you hear this theme, the, the music of the game is like, it, it's kind of what you'd expect from like sort of being wandering in this weird like sort of hell, it's not very really kind of folksy. Like, like, a lot of like mandolin you hear, a lot of yeah. just like it's very like somber and calming. And then you meet a funny little puppy. Oh my god, the funny little puppies are so good. Now you have a little funny little puppy on your own team. His name is yeah, Ricky. His name Greentail. is Ricky. Um, he has a mustache at the beginning of the game, and I'm telling you, when listeners, when you play Pyre, not if when you, when you play Pyre, it goes on sale sometimes. Um, let Ricky keep his mustache. If you if let Ricky I'm keep his listener, I'm speaking directly anymore. into your ear right now. If you tell Ricky to shave your mustache, I will know and I will find you. I will find. I will find you, and we will have some words. I will show oh, tell me mustache. about the funny puppies. They're called curves. So, so, so yeah. Fantasy race. So, so you so so Rookie's a very nice, polite puppy. Yeah, but what if well, he's a little what rude. if you met of? He's a little rude, but what if you met the rudest, meanest puppy imaginable? They are. There's some rude, mean puppy. Now I'm I'm of course talking about uh, the triumvirate of the dissidents and their theme, Thrash Pack. I love the dissidents because the game even says about the dissidents they're not here to win they're just here to make you lose they're here to they, cause problems on purpose they really are here to cause problems on purpose and it's so i mean it's so out of place in this world this song but it's also so perfectly it, fits their vibe they're just rowdy it, boys yeah it's just like a metal guitar starting out first of all already dissonant enough because you're like whoa what's this and then it's like a double bass drum like metal track and it just like there's like guitar shredding in the background and it's just like it's so fitting for like these assholes who don't want to really partake in the ceremony they just want to like cause a ruckus yeah and, the and theme also reflects that totally perfectly the dogs in pyre uh the curs they run very very fast is kind of their I thing. Think they're my favorite to play as. They, yeah, that was I. Uh, I, I'll say one thing, which is when I got to my first liberation right, where you send people back to the surface. Mm. I sent home Rookie first because he was my favorite, and therefore I thought he got he deserved to leave first. He earned it. Um, and boy, did I miss control of that funny little guy. Um, you miss going he's, fast. He's so fast, but they, but their aura is very small, so they have low offense, high speed, which is a good mm. combination. Um, 
the dissidents have like they wear like leather and like spiked dog collars. <laughs> so they're so they don't like so they almost look like they good. don't fit in the world. No, and neither does the song, which is why it's so good. Um, yeah, it's just uh, there's just so much variety in the Pyre soundtrack. Mm-hmm. This one is like, like a there's just so many genres. Yeah, it, it's such a treat. There's like you know syncopation with the drums and guitar in certain parts really really meaty bass that like you don't not only hear in this but like all over the soundtrack like darren corb goes nutty with the bass in this whole game it's very it's so true. good god pyre is so fucking good i love pyre please it's play pyre. pyre please play pyre we're gonna say this every time we talk about a song um may i share my next song it's one more please i have one more triumvirate theme for you okay okay um, okay okay now we've talked about we've talked about short kings Yes. yes. Yes, yes, yes. We've talked about rowdy boys, yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Now what if we talked about just some good boys? Just some good friends. Just like some, regular normal like regular normal good boys. Like what if there was a people and like they were just kind of reasonable and 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 mostly nice. You know, they're mm-hmm. adversarial to you in the sense that you have to play a sport against each other. But, but beyond that, they they seem friendly and and polite to you. So I want to yes. talk about the theme of the what are they called? The essence? No, the essence is no. The... It's not the essence. It's a uh, they're the fates. The fates. The fate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and their theme, glorious tradition. <laughs> They're so nice. So here's the thing about this. Uh, there is a, an instrument that is featured a couple times in this game, and it's one of my favorite instruments. It's the auto harp. Uh, yes. If you've ever seen or played one of those, they're very fun. There's a, a great sort of twangy, almost percussiveness to the sound of an auto harp being struck, struck, stricken. Yes. Um, Twanged. It shows up in one other song that I might be talking about today. Who knows? But the thing I really like about it is that... Uh, it's the song. The other time you hear an auto harp is the song that you hear when you win. Yeah. And I just feel like uh, it kind of bears this like meaning to the to the liberation rights as a tradition. So the mm-hmm. idea that the that the fate who were like one of the only people who like kind of take it seriously in a way, like they just mm-hmm. like the guy in charge of the fate just kind of wants to play the game for the sake of playing the game. He's a very good boy, a very he's, nice dog man. He's an old dog man who just wants to, like, follow the rules, basically. So I feel like this song kind of mixes their, like, their triumphant resolve. Like, they're they're kind of have the moral high ground in this game a lot of the time. Uh-huh. Um, but also, the the there's kind of a somberness to it, I think. Because I don't think that... I think they're one of the easiest groups to beat in the game. They're not oh, yeah. very hard. Their leader is an old man. So it's like, these are, also it's in 6-8, which I like. These are like good people who you are destined to stomp and force them to stay behind, you know, every time. And that's very sad, because I like them. They're nice. Yeah. Um, And I just think that song is is a good representation of it. It has this kind of marching military snare 
it's kind of this this sort of upstanding characters and but it's got this this sad quality to it as well mm-hmm. yeah no it, it it's like that's the thing about the game like there really isn't anything in the game that is like triumphant or really happy sounding because like the whole game it's like you're not really having a good time like even when you're winning you're gonna lose you know it's it's each victory when you win it only brings you one step closer to a emotionally challenging and like an emotionally charged victory at best and a crushing failure at worst like yeah if you lose a a liberation right the other team sends a person home and one person is is, you know your character just has to stay with you for longer Uh and longer and longer and it's like yeah there's no real winning empire like it's good to send your players home but you know you're still in fantasy jail forever and you know, there's you're you've lost a friend. You, you know your party is being split up over time. So it's like, you're right. Even even in the happy moments of Pyre, there's a, a somber quality to it that I think is really good. Hmm. Yeah. It's 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 like it it, it definitely it, it feels a lot less nutty than the other triumvirate themes, but I feel like it works really well for the fate because of what they are. All of the themes work so well for the for their. Mm-hmm. groups is the thing like but a good game jordan every, you can you can listen to them and and say i understand exactly who these people are you know once you once you play yeah. the first game against them yeah max absolutely what are you gonna bring next i'm gonna hit you with my second my, my, my second pick jordan so i'm gonna All go right. from a triumvirate theme to a character theme Ooh. and in fact this is a character theme that is shared between two characters Ooh, i like that now you you look, you know how it is with your siblings. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't really get along. Sometimes, you know, you, you argue, you make up. Sometimes you might have a long-standing blood feud that kind of can't really, you know, creates a rift that you can't really cross, you could possibly say. Yeah. Um. What I, you know, I, I, I know you and Sam just, like, are always at each other's throats. We're always at each other's throats because he, he doesn't like Kyle XY as much as I do. Yeah, well, that's why, you know... Kyle will never be sent to car hell. Kyle will never be sent to the downside. Yeah, Carl, Kyle's... Yeah, Sam wants to send Kyle to the downside just because he knows how to read. And I'm just like, Sam, come on. <laughs> now, I'm imagining Logan Cunningham as Pope whatever. Kyle! As he burns into the field. Kyle! Or no, we we talked about this on Kyle XY yesterday. Or uh, when we recorded yesterday, where we went, Traeger! <laughs> Good. Okay, enough Kyle XY Good. talk. Yeah, so so th- this is the theme for one of the party members, Pamitha Thane. She's a harp. She's a harpy. The theme is called Talon Sheath. This one the, stuck me so good. Like some talent. Do you know what instrument this is, Jordan? No, absolutely not. So, okay, first of all, you listen to this, and if anyone's played Bastion, you'll know it sounds almost exactly like Terminal March, because it has the same instrument in the lead, which is an ode, or a oud? It's spelled O-U-D. Okay. It is a type of lute. Ooh. It, it creates this really deep, bassy strum to it. And the way Darren Corb plays like this, it's just he plays it so intriguingly. And like the song is like a minute, like a minute long, right? It's really not yeah, that long. Yeah, it's very short. 
but it's just like it 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 plays so interestingly because like you you hear this theme and you see these sisters who just like like Pamitha's nice and Tamitha is nice. like rude as hell and hates yeah. Pamitha's guts and it, it, it I, I don't know it's like this really cool like mix of like the ode and like you hear like chimes in the whole thing and yeah. like you know as the song goes on Darren gets a little more nutty with how he's playing the ode and it's just like a really really cool striking character theme that I feel like you know. I feel like individual character themes don't necessarily stick as much as like group themes in a lot of games, but I feel like this one really stuck with me because a, it sounds so similar to a previous song that Darren Corb made. And also just like, it's a really like the instrument itself is a really unique sound. I really love to hear. Does the other, does the other harp song have the, the oud in it as well? It does not. I don't think so. So like the, the, the sky harps, dance, the harps music is very like, it's kind of a mix of like, it feels somewhere between like spanish music and like middle eastern music it's, it's, it's like middle eastern flamenco is how i describe yeah, it that's a really interesting uh sound it's got their their kind of percussive element is hand claps and stuff so it's yes. it's a, it creates this really interesting uh because I, I feel like the the harps and the story are like they're kind of a very foreign uh race for the world like they don't they don't kind of like they kind of are weren't they like constantly at war with the yeah they're, they're like the adversary of the commonwealth and i think there also is only like one left or there's one male left in the entire world or something so they're also destined to to die out eventually yeah. um yeah so but yeah i think they're really interesting and yes the the pamitha tamitha sisters are very good and they hate each other uh just like me and my brother hate each other <laughs> <laughs> when we talk about kylex y and he doesn't like it very rude uh max shall i bring you the hotness jordan i want you to i want you to i want you to dunk that into the pyre jordan i want to jump way up in the air and i want to slam dunk this one onto your ears so we've talked if you play pyre you know but if you haven't played pyre the big the big match the big match for all the marbles is the liberation right the one that is where you play for keeps and if you win it one of your people gets to leave it's uh it's the it's the real deal it's a very serious uh match in the game the thing is okay the thing is there are two characters in pyre we talked about Tariq the lone bard and but there's yes. also uh what's her name celeste celeste uh she's another character and you only see her when you do the liberation rites and as you play them there is a special song that they sing oh my god God. And they sing it with their with their mouths, and they also sing it in English, which is really cool because you don't really hear English besides when funny Logan Cunningham talks to you. Everyone else is talking in the Pyre language, and that <laughs> song is called "Never to Return." By the stripes we gather in hitting the biggest same slap button in the world now there are there are lots of things to talk about with this song and i'm just gonna try to take them in order first of all the song itself is very just very cool it, it's just it a is very so good song sad mm-hmm. oh my god it's so sad to hear i know it, it, it's a the, the whole thing about the liberation rights is that they're very emotional um mm-hmm. it's kind of has the i mean the, the the idea of like their bard songs right like these two people are singing these kind of ancient hymns i think is the idea 
of the actual lore of this song. But, s- several things. Number one, the lyrics change depending on who you're playing. So each, God, yes. each, um, each team has their own theme and their own lyrics <laughs> that tell you kind of what they're about, which, I mean, that fucking rules. And, and that kind of falls into our favorite thing of boss fights with lyrics. Yes, if yes, you think yes, about yes, it, yes, yes, yes. Lyrics about the boss, specifically. But the coolest thing about Never To Return is that um, the other team's theme begins to play in the song. Like, their instrumental sort of ideas become intertwined with Never To Return when they have the ball. So... It, you're the boss. They're not the boss. You are the boss. That's you're the, the adversary you're the, to them. Yeah. You're the one that they have to beat to leave. And if that's kind of a story beat is like you're the you're the boss and they're mm. trying to beat you uh but listen if you're good at pyre like max and i are there's there's no chance you, you'll never lose it's simply your choice to win so i wanted to talk specifically about let's see who, who uh god the i just tried to think of who has like the like, okay let's just talk about um the dissonance the uh what's it called thrash Thr- Thr- thrash oh I, I have it written down already Oh, I mean, see the thing here. Let's we'll read it, but I just I just need like everyone to know that that over this song, and I'll probably fade it in. When the dissidents get the ball, their their metal you, guitar. You hear that guitar. Also, I'm pretty sure, and I don't think there's any way to reflect this in the episode. I've heard that if they get close to the goal, more music comes in. But I, like, I think it's some like choir or vocal music. But I, I don't know for oh. sure. I haven't played it in a while. But yeah. let's see. Well, actually, I don't know if, it, if there's a point to read the lyrics because it's not really as appreciative if you don't know like how the song goes. That, that's uh, true. No, no, yeah. Th- this is very much a game where you, like it, it sounds hostile to the listener, to the player, but it's a game you have to earn the the right to hear the lyrics almost yeah i mean you gotta like i didn't even notice that the lyrics were changing until like three liberation rights in and i was like wait a minute this isn't this the song is slightly different and then i listened close and i was like oh my fucking god they're singing about the other team aren't they and then and then you yelled and screamed yeah i i i chucked a i chucked a baseball at my monitor just like i chucked the the (laughs) orb into the goal yeah um yeah, Never to Return is just fucking cool. Like, it's just hard to relief and put into words how good it is. I love the fact that uh, Darren Corb and Ashley Barrett are, like, doing this really cool duet that is reflected by the characters in the game that they portray. Very cool. They're so good at duets. It's insane. It's really, like, gave me chills every time. And also, I was always excited to do the Liberation Rites just to hear more of this song, which is... Yeah, like, what, what are they going to sing at me next? Yeah, exactly. And uh, the other thing, once again, uh, the the fact that they're singing in English is, like, in text a thing because... Yes. English has been, like, outlawed and reading and literacy is outlawed. So they're singing, like, a hymn and an ancient dead language that no one understands. But you understand it as the player because you speak English and they don't. Which rules. Mm. Pyre's so fucking it's, good. It's such a good game! Oh ah. my god. <sighs> what do you got next, Max? Okay, alright, okay, alright. My, my last pick, Jordan, is one of the earliest songs you get to hear in the game. Ooh! So, so, so you just, this isn't really the theme of any one or anything, really. 
But you start the game out, and you really have no idea what you're doing, right? Like, all you know is that you've been exiled. You committed a crime. You are basically left for you dead get to decide. You get to decide as a player what you did to get sent to the downwell, which is or the downwell. I thought you get to decide a bit downwell. later on. Like, you don't start out. No, you don't I think start you, like, later game, on, but, someone but, asks you. Yeah, someone asks what you did, and you get to decide as a player what you did, which is really Yeah, cool. it's very cool. Um, but, 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 you know. I did accidentally first... call it the downwell, by the way. The downwell, the I, it's okay. I, you know, I, I keep on calling uh, it the upside down in my head because I forget what it's button, called the underside or whatever. The two button roguelike that is really fun. That game's good. It's a downwell good game. Good. Play, play downwell. Um, yeah. play pyre first. Play, play, play please play pyre first, please. <laughs> um, but when you, when you're basically left for dead, you know, in this like shitty like hell desert thing, you meet a couple of friends. And this is the song that plays when you first meet your first three members, the Nightwings. It's called Surviving Exile. This is basically like the prologue theme. And this is like, I feel, what you'd expect the entire game to sound like. And I know bringing it last is a little bit of a weird choice, but like, it's just like very simple, like, you know, bass drum pounding, guitars coming in, like really meaty bass strings. You got like, you know, cool like twangs coming in and out. And it's just like, it kind of like a jaunty, mysterious theme of like starting your journey, learning about this world and like, you know, meeting these new friends of yours. I really I like to, it. It's a nice calming intro. It does kind of set you up for something that the game is extremely not, which when I played it the first time this year, I I will admit that I was not expecting the game to sort of go in the places it went. Oh yeah, absolutely and, not. I mean, musically or otherwise, like the game really kind of lets your guard down at first when you kind of get this, you know, you don't really see all the texture in the fantasy world. You don't really see all the kinds of characters that you're going to meet. Uh, this is the kind of, I mean, this is like, this is like some Bastion music to me, is what it sounds a lot like. A um, little bit. A little bit of Bastion, maybe even, not so much Transistor now that I'm thinking about it, but this is, this is, it seems very like, like, if you like this kind of music, you'll like basically everything that Darren Korb writes. Cause yes, it's, it's a like, very Darren Korb track. That's exactly, yeah. I, I used to own, well, I guess I still do own the Bastion soundtrack. Uh, when I was in high school, I listened to it a lot. So it's very familiar, isn't it? And I feel like the game sets you up to be like, hey, not all the music is going to be like this. There's going to be some fucking guitars in here that are going to really. And there's some other things that we didn't even talk about that are, oh, my God, so wild. Oh, my God. Yeah, I like this song a lot. And I like I oh, the intro of this game is so good because you just get to meet the nice characters. All the characters are really nice. At least all of your mm-hmm. your party members are really good people. Um, and they're very fun to interact with, and they're, they all have, ah, it's just so hard to talk about this game, I just want everyone to go play it. I know, uh, who's your favorite party member, Jordan? Um, it's probably either Rookie or Gilman. You know it's gotta be Gilman for me, I Gilman love that is, little guy. Gilman, the fact that they made this funny little worm guy with a big Mike Wazowski eye, and, uh, he's, <laughs> he's such a He's a, a minion. And he like made me get a little choked up a bit when I when I finally got to liberate him. Uh, is very good. This game is very powerful. It has a good ability to make you feel things. 
Look, look, I always say this, listeners. If a game can make me cry, it's a good game. Pyre is a good game. Pyre is a good game. Uh, we didn't talk about it, but the song in the credits uh, of this game, which, by the no. way, play Pyre, beat the game. We're never, we're if, not going to breathe a word if about you what listen, this. If you look up the song of the credits, oh my God. And you, you don't get the full Pyre, experience. I, I will you dunk to, you like a basketball. It's, it's once again, you got to earn it. The, the credits of this game are the best, like, we would pick this as the best song. But we can't because we want you all to play it. But I just want you to know that one time I was listening to Never to Return and it auto-played to the credit song and I had to immediately <laughs> turn it off because tears started just like leaking. I leaked like a fucking like a fucking pipe because I started I heard like three bars of the first, of the ending song of this game and I'd just beaten it and I was like, No. Please God. play Pyre. It's such a good game. I have two I have two honorable mentions for you. I actually have three, but Hit me. um so the first one I want to talk about is we talked about um, Glorious Tradition. So I want to talk about A Step Closer. Mm. A Step Closer is the song that you hear whenever you beat a liberation or any right. Uh, and yeah. it's very similar to to Glorious Tradition in the sense that, first of all, it has a lot of auto harp. It's harp heavy. But this is, I mean, think about victory themes in video games, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not how it is in Pyre. In Pyre, once again, it, it's it's very like... You have these moments of up, uplifting moments, right? You've you've taken a, a step further. Your characters have leveled up, like they're stronger, <laughs> and you're you're closer bef- than before to liberation. But it's like you're still. It's just still. There's still a lot of darkness. It's still a lot of uh, somberness to it. So there's a lot of texture to the chords, in that there's like moments of of major and moments of positivity. But there's a lot of you know kind of complicated dissonant chords in there that are you know they throw things off it's not it's not a black and white victory it's not a it's something that you celebrate it's like uh-huh you know we've done this thing it's like it's it's like you've just overcome a, a dangerous thing you're like well we we succeeded but like at what it was, cost at what, well it's not you know at a cost of losing a game but you you feel good about winning but you also kind of feel bad about them losing and it's like right yeah can I hit you with a deranged YouTube comment on this one, Jordan? Oh boy, please. Two years ago, Ricardo De Pieri comments, Am I the only one who thought this sounded like Candy Crush? That is pretty... I mean, I've never... Pl- Maybe if you beat... I've never... Like, I know that Candy Crush is a game that has infinity levels, and it, like, basically turns you upside down if you're, like, a mom or something, and it just shakes you until all your money comes out. Uh, but maybe if you beat Pyre, you get to leave the downside that is... Earth. And, like, maybe we're all, maybe we were all exiled and Candy Crush is the only way to achieve liberation. Oh. You have selected Candy Crush. Play Triple the game. Triple combo. Play the game and you may be free. <laughs> I love to What's do. your other honor mention, Jordan? I've got, uh, I've got two, one of them I'm just going to talk about for a second. Uh, the other one is yeah. The Old Ways. So, before mm. the Liberation Rite, this fucking imposing rad organ song plays. Um, yes. There's just... Everything that happens before the right, the Liberation Rite is to build the tension and to kind of mm. pad out. Because, I mean, it's it makes you feel like you're about to play an important sports game or something. Like, you oh, feel yeah. the tension, right? So, the first thing you hear as you look to the stars, as always uh, happens, this song starts playing. You get the cool pyre st- symbol star thing that like mm-hmm. sort of chimes one one constellation star at a time uh logan cunningham starts talking at you uh and it's and my favorite part is that um the loading screen your eyes close like you you see that your character's eyelids close and that 
gap between the eyelids becomes the bar of the loading screen, yes. which is really fucking cool. But it just creates this very oppressive and intense atmosphere. And it's also very cool because it's also the start theme of the game, but played on the harpsichord. And it's Yeah! Good. Last theme is uh, Dread Design. This is the theme of... I can't remember the team name. It's, uh, oh, it's the Withdrawn. Uh, the similar withdrawn, slap. Similar slap. Uh, and I like it just because in this fantasy-ass Darren Korb uh, soundtrack, there's just a, like a trap song in there. Yeah. A trap song for a bunch of like nasty slug ladies. They're like swamp witches, and they worship an eldritch god that will one day destroy the world, and they're song is just like it's very it's funny. so sick it's i love it it's great and once again when they come in on never to return and they get the ball it fucking rules and also one more thing just please play pyre these swamp people their ability um they're like they're one of their special abilities is that they just have a really high jump and they can just slam dunk the ball really good oh yeah i'm trying to think oh here's a question for you we haven't. Who, who's your favorite to play as? You, we said who's your favorite character. Who's your favorite character to play as? My favorite character to play as is probably it's either Rookie or Bertrude. Uh, it's probably for me. It's it's uh, either Tizo the Imp, uh, who is so good, or the Moon Touched Girl of many names like mm-hmm. uh, May. Faye, or Bay, Bay. You can call her Bay, and the game, the game will make fun Bae. of you if you do, which is really. It's good. like surely it can't be this because she doesn't remember her name, but she no. knows it sounds like A. So you got to yeah. pick a pick a. a I think we, we both we both picked May, right? We picked May because May's the first one. It feels like she's meant to be May, but they give you a lot of other options just for fun. Yeah, I like that you can pick her name. It's good. Uh, she's very fun to play as because uh, she has a very long jump. So you can just kinda, and her cast is nutty too. She you can chuck. Her. Oh, that's the other thing in Pyre is that you have a, a cast like in Hades, and you can blast a projectile at people. I forgot to mention that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that, there. But all of the players are really good. I don't think there's any party member. I think if I had to pick anyone that I didn't really like, it was the tree guy who. Yeah, that one. I I I didn't like him at first, and then I realized his little sprout he can do can if you throw in the middle, like that's it. You're good. I, I love Tizo the Imp is so fun because he, he flies around in like a zigzag pattern. And if you get the ball as Tizo immediately, you can just fly him into the goal. No questions asked. Oh, by the way, one more yeah. thing. When you uh, score a goal in Pyre, that character you scored a goal at sits out the next round. So yes. you have to play two versus three, which is a really, really fun way to balance the game in that way. It makes Unless. it so much harder. Unless... Unless you have, there's some equip items that give you a chance to return after you do a nasty dunk. Oh, I don't do that. That makes the game. No, I, I don't fuck with that. I like the challenge of it. Do you have any? It makes uh, it more fun. Do you have any honorable menchies? Yeah, I, I was gonna bring. I was gonna bring Dead Dread Design is one of mine. You got that? Thank Similar you, thank slap. you for that. Um, I'm gonna hit you honorable mention a song called Morning Song. Ooh. So this one, if you go to the sound menu and like. You, you, you set your sound levels. You'll hear this. It is literally no music. It is purely a duet with Darren Korb and Ashley Barrett, which is, you know, Tariq and Celeste singing together. Yeah. And it's basically like, we're going to play you a very nice song. All it is is voices, so you can see how your sound settings sound when you play this. Um, You do hear it in the game. You hear it, I think, before you start the second to last liberation, right? I think um, so. Like, at, at some point, they're like, yeah, let's sing before this starts. And you get to hear this, like, really sad, really somber, really intense song. Because, again, there's no music. It is literally two human voices, and that is all they you hear. They call it acapella, just like, just like funny pentatonics. <laughs> they call it octopella, and we love That's to That's what they it. call it in Splatoon when, uh, when Marina and Pearl sing their haunting ballad That's, at you. That, 
good shit, Jordan. Thank you. <laughs> that, that, that's that's all. That's my honorable mention. Yep. And then my final honorable yep. mentions is a song from the credits, but you'll have to play the game to find out. Don't you dare look it up. Don't you dare fucking. We're not even going to tell you the name of it. No, don't li- just <laughs> please, uh, please, please do it for us. Look, I know, I know. Times is t- times is tough. Game is games is expensive. Steam Steam sales they happen every once in a while. It usually goes on sale. Like twenty. I got this game for anyway. I got the scale game and the the like BLM bundle that they did this summer. It's it it goes on sale frequently. Please play Pyre and also play with if play with. You have good enough lawyers if you've listened. Yeah, play with a controller if you listen. If you listen to this episode, our good lawyers are good enough that you're now legally contractually obligated to buy the game and play it. So sorry, enjoy. Sorry, enjoy. Please, please, please. Um, also, Please, I'm very uh, sorry. I'm very sorry. It is not on Switch. It's only on PS4 and PC. I'm sorry. It's not yeah. a hard game to run. No, like, it's really not. You can you can run it. I don't know if you could run it on like a laptop, but like you don't need. You uh, definitely can. You can. I didn't try because I wanted to play it on my desktop. But please play Pyre. If you get it's one takeaway from this episode, no, no, and it's it's just so good. It's it's fun to play. It's fun to experience. It's got a great story. It's got a great ending. The ending is Incredible fucking stuff. great um you will cry i promise there's some good choices to make but in the end it's a very satisfying conclusion i think oh yeah yeah not 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 to say what the choices are but like it is maybe like the most important like in-game player choice you could ever make in a game i love it it's so good i and uh i'll tell you one thing that choice that you make at the end of the game in my opinion there is a right answer but there is a right answer and you'll know what it is you'll know what it is um and you'll feel so good when you make it so, God, what a good game, Jordan. So that was our 45-minute uh, commercial for Pyre, uh, mm-hmm. one of my favorite games ever. Now it comes time for the what I'm assuming is the easy choice of picking the best song in the y- game. Yeah, yeah. do we even need to make a ceremony out of this? No, it's got to be Never to Return, right? It's Never to Return with a mile. It's never, it was, I think this is one of those times, I can't remember the last game we, we did this with where we said, oh, we know what it's going to be beforehand, so don't even bother with it. Um, it was Mario Kart 8 with Mount Wario. That's what it was. That's right. Okay. Um, yeah. But, no, but yeah, but like literally, literally bef- when 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 we recorded last episode and I said it was Pyre, like the first thing you messaged me after we finished recording is like, it's like, you're like, I know what this, the, the what we're going to both pick is. And I played it and I agreed with you. Yeah, of course. Obviously. Of course. <laughs> it's, it's just the right answer. Um, but mm. the real winner, the real slapper of slappers, is just the entire video game soundtrack of Pyre and the entire game Pyre. So please play Pyre and enjoy it. And please, I play just, Pyre. I just can't. I genuinely like, like I am a person who really believes that like there are not game, you know, there aren't games that aren't for everyone, right? Even mm. games that I love, I accept that there will be people who play this and don't like it. I just, I, just, I, we talked about this during Game of the Year of like how fun it was to see people who don't usually play like like games that really got into hades and i just i just pyre is not as demanding as hades is but i think it has everything that you would like about hades in the art style and music and and presentation the story is better and the ending is 1000 times better and it's like i can't i genuinely really can't imagine a person like hating pyre like i can't even though i read that one negative review and i think about it every day and how wrong it was um but yeah please play pyre (laughs) Please play Pyre. Yeah, like, it would, this really is just a commercial for the game because it's that good of a game. It's a game. I, I, I'm, I, am, I am advertising Pyre for free because I want people to play it and talk to me about it. I just didn't think Please, enough people like, played it. I, I, 
I want to know what happens beyond behind the scenes to prevent them from porting it. I know porting is, you know, harder than Hard. it sounds, but like putting they all other of their games are on Switch. Like I wonder why Pyre isn't. But, you know. Yeah. They You can they, still uh, play it on computer, so it's fine. Play it on your computer. It's not that hard. You can probably run it on most most computers. Um mm. So yeah. Uh, I will say I for, uh, yeah I said it before I forgot to put a Twitter post for this this episode, um, but we wouldn't have gotten anything anyway. So no, no one would have. Fine. No one would have. No one cared me. Um, hey Max, <laughs> hey Dwayne, I'm going to return the favor for you because you picked one of my favorite games of all time. So I have a gift for you, and I was gonna wait for your birthday to give this one to you, but then I learned when your birthday was, and it was too far away. To, uh, yeah, we still got about, we still, hey, f- exactly four months from today is my birthday. Well, this is, consider this an early birthday present, Max, because our next Slappers Only episode will be on Monster Hunter World. <laughs> oh, Jordan! Jordan! Yeah. Oh, Jordan, thank you! Yeah, this is my gift to you. I've been playing a lot of Monster Hunter Rise demo. We didn't talk it. Last episode was before the demo came out, so we've both been playing it. So let's, hey, we had a short episode this week. Let's talk a little bit bit about Monster Hunter Rise while we're here. Oh my god, while we're here. While we're fucking here. What a good video game demo. That's the thing. (laughs) There's a meme I saw online. It's like, don't fuck with us Monster Hunter fans. We'll put a thousand hours into a demo. I keep it's I, true every day I sit down at the switch I'm like what do I want to play do I want to play Pikmin which I've been playing Pikmin 3 or do I want to play just like a hunt or two of Monster Hunter I still haven't beat Mizutsune that's not happened yet they, it's they hard. made it harder is the thing so you know the mode where it gets all bubbly and like slides around so much more that's yes. brand new that still oh. kicks my ass have you how, how many times have you have you dropped it uh like five five damn <laughs> How many times? Have you, how how many times have you soloed Mizutsune? Five, five, five. Okay, five. Yeah, <laughs> I've had really good luck with the lance with Mizutsune, um, because you can just get up in there. You and can the get bubbles, up in there. The bubbles don't go through the shield of the lance, which yeah. God, so, I okay, like. I so th- this will interest you quite a bit. Okay. Um, when Mizutsune was introduced in Generations, um, mm-hmm. there was another monster called a Hermitar, which is a okay. big old crabby crab. And they added that would give you bubbles if you fought the deviant version of it, I believe. Mm-hmm. And the armor, one of the armor skills that armor set gave you. First of all, it looked like a football player armor. It's really cool. Love that. Um, it made bubbles so that it never advances past the first stage. So you would always get the agility and evasion buff from level one bubbles, and you could never get slippery from it. It was mm. so sick. That's pretty cool. I just haven't figured out how to dodge her Godzilla breath. Her Godzilla that, laser beam. That, like, Tokyo drift ass where she just slides and, like, the beam just goes horizontal across the entire arena is so nasty. It's so wild with it. I feel like if I was using Insect Glaive like I normally do, I wouldn't wouldn't even have to think about it for a second. But, oh, hey, it's good Insect that Insect Glaive and Rise is so sick. It's good that sometimes your bubbles heal you. That's nice. I like that. Yeah, little green bubbies. Little green um, ones. So, so, also, uh, more Monster Hunter lore for you, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, Since this has just become a Monster Hunter podcast for a second, just because I think yeah, I think, I think we des- yeah for an episode and a half, we, we deserve it. Um, so, so in Generations, also Mizutsune was one of the four flagships of that game because that was meant to be like you know Generations. There were four Monster Hunter Generations at that point. Uh-huh. Um, Mizutsune is the Gen Three flagship, and I don't know if y- you're aware of Glavenus, this nope. big old like. So it's like he's like a huge sword tail t-rex Ooh. um he, 
he he's the fourth gen flagship, and they put him in the Monster Hunter World expansion, Iceborne. Um, but there's two others that so they you know they put Glavenus in the game, they put oh, Mizusa in the game, is and a I really hope cool monster. Look at that monster. Yeah, dude. Um, and and there's two others in the Faded Four, Astalos and Gamoth. Mm. Astalos is imagine an electric dragonfly wyvern is what Astalos is. Oh my god, it looks cool. It is such a fun fight. And look up Gamoth, like G-A-M-M-O-T-H is the other one. She is so fun to fight too. Just like a gigantic elephant who will stomp you, chuck snowballs at you, whip you with that gigantic trunk and the tusks. I did love that other, so that other Monster Hunter meme that I just saw that was just like, Monster Hunter fans uh, say, look at this monster, I love them, and then kill them. And then can then kill them. <laughs> Yeah, that, I'm, that I'm is... like salivating thinking of what monsters they could add into into Rise, just because like, oh, there's so many that they could do. I just feel like we had to get to, get it out of the way since we're going to be talking about World next week. Uh, yeah. Now, hmm, I will, because it's your birthday present for me, I don't know why I keep saying it's your birthday present, it's not your birthday. Uh, you can do Iceborne monsters, but I probably won't because I haven't played Iceborne. Unfortunately, I couldn't shell out the bucks That's for fine. it. That's fine. I mean, I, I, I feel like... I. I'll try and stick to just world because there's enough there already. There's so much in that game. That game, like, like that game is really so big. You get your sixty dollars worth. Like you know, you know how Shrieking Shack talks about big movies. Mm-hmm. Monster Hunter is a big game. It's a big game, like Synecdoche, New York. Can I tell you, Jordan? Synecdoche, the lowest what? amount of hours I put into a Monster Hunter game is around three hundred. God, how many? How much do you think you played the demo so far? Uh, I don't even think I feel like there's I don't know if you're the most diehard Monster Hunter fan in the no, world. No, oh, absolutely. I feel, I'm not, yeah, I feel absolutely. like you're. I feel like I'm. I'm in like casual, most casual level of Monster Hunter fan. I never even beat like I never even got to master rank um, uh-huh. in World. You are like you're like a good a, a re, like a normal Monster Hunter fan, and then there's the diehards who only play Monster Hunter. Yeah, and don't no. know that other games like has have they heard that other games exist is my question. Yeah, yeah, no, I put probably around like 10, 15 hours or so into the demo. What a good demo. Still quite a bit. How have Still you run have you run out of like things? Have you run out of the the hunts? A couple times. I just, I just delete it and just start over. Oh, okay. Didn't know you could do that. I don't yeah, yeah, so the demo listeners, they say you have 30 tries in the demo, but then you can just delete the save data and do it again. So I don't know why they put that arbitrary limitation in place. I haven't gone after the Rathalos yet. I should do that. Should do that later. I will say I don't know why they did this, and I hope they change it in the main release, but you know how if you cut a Rathian's tail off, she can't poison you anymore? In yeah, World? is that not anymore? No, it, 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 it's like it normally is, where she poisons you, with even with her like nub tail. So I don't know why they... Like, they flip-flop on that specifically in, like, every other game. I don't know why they do, but it's just kind of a thing. It's like, whoa, what's Raffian going to be like next? And I just feel she's, like... She's, she's a fun fight. That one song that plays when you do the hunts in Monster Hunter uh, Rise demo... The one's like da na 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 na. Yeah, that, that's the main theme of the that area, which is really sick. Oh, it's a good theme. God, can't wait for that game. It, it, it's twenty twenty one has been as like I don't really. There's not really anything that's exciting me right now that's coming out. Uh-huh. I think I think Hitman three might be this year. It's like whatever. Play buy it when it's on sale. Monster Hunter Rise is like the game that I keep thinking about all the time. Yeah, good fucking. Like at at this point, don't bother getting World. Just wait for Rise to come out in two months. I'm excited for Rise because it seems like it's going to be a more geared toward a single player Monster Hunter game, which I like. So 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 okay. Last thing on Monster Hunter before we 
We're going to wrap know. it up. Because I can go all day, you know yeah, that. You, um, we'll, we'll do that when we get uh, in two weeks. Yeah. In, 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 in World, there was no, like, separation between online quests and offline quests. It was just, like, a story quest. But, like, everything else, you know, you could just, like, do, like, a level one or level five quest. In Rise, they went back to the old way of doing it, where you have village quests and hub quests. Hmm. And village quests are, you know, single-player story quests. And hub quests are quests you can do online. And they're pretty much the same thing. Like, there is always going to be a village quest to hunt Arathalos. And there's always going to be a hub quest to hunt Arathalos. Um... But they also made it so that the quests still scale, so you can do hub quests. Like, in the old games, Jordan, if you did a hub quest, it ha- it was always tuned for multiplayer, so the monster would always have 2.2 times their maximum health. Ooh. It would just be longer. So You could solo everything, but it was still took longer. So now, they made it so that, yeah, you can do online-only progression or single-player-only progression, but now they made it so that it's easier to do online progression as a single-player because there's always, like... A level like the hub quests go a level higher than the village. Like village will end in rise at low rank, but hub will go up to high rank. Oh, okay. Which is interesting. That's interesting. Well, I don't know. They they might have changed that because of the way you know they made it more story focused, and this one looks story focused as well. But you know, only time will tell. We have two months to go, so I'm patiently twiddling my thumbs. In do you think that they're going to release a second part to the demo? They are. I Jordan, I know this in my heart of hearts because every demo always does lets you fight the main flagship. And there's always a three levels to the demo, easy, medium, and hard. And they only did an easy and a medium fight in this. So you're, there's going to be a hard demo where you fight Magdalo. I am if sure If Mizutsune is me- intermediate, then what the fuck is hard? Yeah, welcome to Monster Hunter, yeah, homie. Yeah, right? Like, like, I played Rot World and couldn't i could barely beat diabolos and that was like oh this oh, well is. diabolos is always going to be hard as hell i hate that thing that thing is so fucking hard uh but lance will take care of it that's what i'm saying that's true i'm not that's saying just, this you get right up in that ass okay no more that's that was rise that was monster hunter rise out of the way we'll, that, we'll that was monster it. hunter man have you we seen the movie it. yet no so i i, I thought it was it, it's still in theaters i thought no, it was like why did it come on come i could have gone to like my amc drive-in nearby and, like, you can pre-order it on Amazon, but it's a pre-order to download it after the movie, like, is out Come for people. On. So I'm just I'm just waiting. I know it's going to suck. It's going to be such a bad movie, suck. but I want to see it anyway. I know. They put the spider in it. They I put, love the spider. You like, you like it because you like to suffer. But I can't believe that, like, do you want to get sick in a movie theater to see a shitty Monster Hunter movie that you're going to hate? The, like, the biggest hunt of your life will be against COVID-19. Yep, pretty much. All right. So that was All a right. wild, that was a very wild up and down episode that we just had. We talked about Pyre, we talked about Monster Hunter, we talked about COVID nineteen. Those are the three things that defined twenty twenty one so far. The epic highs and lows of podcasting. Yeah, pretty much. Um, let's wrap things up. Thank you all very much for listening to another episode of Slappers Only. Um, you can find all of our episodes at Slappers Only Pod, and you can find us on Twitter at Slappers Only Pod. It's great, very easy to remember. You can find me on Twitter at Bradifus Rex. You can find my other two podcasts. The first one is called Kamarocho Radio. It's about uh, Yakuza, and uh, we just did an episode out today at time of recording where we played my Villains Wiki game that I created. And then you can listen to my other uh, other podcast called Kylex Y, and it's uh, it's about Kylex Y, and it's very fun. I'm gonna be on that one soon. Yeah, you're on next week. Can't wait. Uh, I'm Max. You can find me Twitter Maxi Bajillion. I got some other shows. I have Pot of Greed, which is a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. You can go to Pot of Greed on, or sorry, Pot of Greed Cast on Twitter. And my other show, Wow Cool Robot, is a show about Gundam, and that is on Wow Cool Podcast on Twitter. Wow, cool podcast. Wow. And s- these shows that we all just listed off, and many, many more, can and be ours. found. And ours 
Noispace.xyz, made by our good friend Matt, who is a living, breathing Nintendo GameCube. Jordan, what shows are there on the network? Live Fui Twi Hod. Waddish. Wait, I was just I was just saying it because it's called Live Free Twi Hard. I said Live Free Twi Hard on accident when we were recording uh I think Kylex Y yesterday, and now it's what I want to call it every day. Um podcasting <laughs> is forbidden in the cloud recesses. I'm also gonna be on that one next week. Fuck yeah, that's the bet hey. That, I haven't hey. been on my ni- Nightmare Nera yet, um, but to me, uh, podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses is the most fun podcast to guest on. Roy has the uncanny ability to instantly generate like years worth of chemistry with anyone she co-hosts with. I know it's, it's incredible. Unreal. It's it's uh, it's amazing. Uh, listen so to both. Listen to Nightmare and Era, and listen to podcasting. It's forbidden in the cloud recesses. And listen to listen to Pot of Greed. Listen to uh. Listen to Tuning Fork. Listen to Radish. Listen to Fear Baiting. Element OP. That's one it's about elementary. Ah, it never gets old. They're all great. Thank you, Matt, for allowing us to exist on your network. We appreciate it. And thank you all very much for listening. It's good. Mm. And also, thank you in advance for downloading, playing, and beating Pyre and telling us about it and messaging us about it. And we appreciate you. Any Discord that we are in, and, and I can't wait to hear all of your takes and which characters you liked and who you liberated in what order. Thank you. Thanks for telling well, us. I, I expect a full book report. Yeah, I, me too. It's your homework. Um, but play it when you can afford it, obviously. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't fucking wait to talk about Monster Hunter next week. It's going to be great. Oh, I'm it's going to sure. kick ass. It's, it's going to be just, so good. I'm just happy on behalf of you because I know how much you like Monster Hunter. And I like yes, Monster Hunter Jordan. too, but not as much as you do. So it should be I, fucking fun. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a blast. And <sighs> what do we say at the end of every episode? Ask not for whom the track slaps. It slaps for the reader. Sports! <laughs>